Hey you guys, Austri Reifer here, and you're listening to Good Vibes Sunday, a podcast brought to you by I'm Warhol, the blog. Today I'm talking about being a woman. You know, as women, there are so many expectations placed on us by others and by our own selves. I also go further into women empowering other women, self-esteem, motherhood, and more. So stay tuned and thank you for listening to Good Vibes Sunday. And I quote, beginning when we are girls, most of us are taught to deflect praise. We apologize for our accomplishments. We try to level the field with our family and with our friends by downplaying our brilliance. We settle for the passenger seats when we long to drive. That's why so many of us have been willing to hide our light as adults. Instead of being filled with all the passion and purpose that enable us to offer our best to the world, we empty ourselves in an effort to silence our critics. The truth is that the naysayers in your life can never and will never be fully satisfied. Whether you hide or shine, they will always feel threatened because they don't believe they are enough. So stop paying attention to them. Every time you suppress some part of yourself or allow others to play you small, you are ignoring the owner's manual your creator gave you. What I know for sure is this. You are built not to shrink down to less, but to blossom into more, to be more splendid, to be more extraordinary, to use every single moment to fill yourself up. End of quote, Oprah Winfrey. So in August, I turned 29. And what can I say about the woman I am today versus the woman I was five years ago is that I've learned to simplify every single thing in my life. And I don't mean just the way I live. I'm talking about my emotions, my thoughts, my interactions, my words. I simplify everything through the power of intention, which I've talked about last week. No, it wasn't last week. It was the week before that. And my intention is always to simplify every single thing. So what does this mean? This means that the reasons we get so complicated is because we're trying to live our lives through someone else and not for ourselves. That the key is when you just start doing it for yourself, it's not a selfish thing, it's an honorable thing. We have a way of complicating everything as humans. You should be first on the list and this isn't to say abandon your kids. I mean, this is just means that taking care of yourself so you have more of yourself to give to your little ones. I mean, this is something that... I always say is number one, and I've seen so many women, so many mothers have an issue with. I feel like as women, we are nurturing beings and we always tend to care for everyone else. And and this isn't just women. This could be anybody who wants to care for somebody else, whether it's family members, friends, uh, children, 
But what a lot of people don't understand is that they feel guilty if they don't, because that's the expectation that has been placed on us women, that we don't have the ability or the time for ourselves. You know, we give to everybody else and we run our tanks to almost empty. And if there's just that little bit left over time, then just maybe we might give that to ourselves. But, you know, there's this airplane oxygen example that I always love to use. And that is that as you board a plane, you know, when the uh, flight attendant stands at the end of the plane and she says, you must put your air mask, your oxygen masks on first before you can help anybody else. So I always say, if you cannot help yourself, how can you, if you're not filled yourself, how can you give to others? The more you fill yourself, the more you have to give to your kids, to your husband, to your friends, and to your family. And whatever you fill yourself with is what you have to give. So if you fill yourself with love, self-love, if you fill yourself with care and abundance and prosperity and all of these things that you can give to yourself, then you have that much more to give to others. But you've got to care about yourself. It has to start there. Now, what do I mean by self-love? What do I mean by fulfilling a space inside of ourselves that can be filled by being able to uh, give more to others. Well, I mean that, and I, you know, and I don't mean going out and getting a facial. I don't mean going out and getting your nails done. That's not the kind of self-love I'm talking about here. I'm talking about, for one, the voice in your head that tells you you're not enough or you're not doing enough or you should be doing something more, Right. So that is what I mean by self-love. You have got to give yourself permission to understand that you are enough by just being you. Just by being here, you're enough. Okay, that's self-love. That's telling yourself, I'm enough. I've done and I do everything I can to my best of my ability. Another way is meditation. Now, Here's the thing, okay? I wake up every single day, especially during the week, and my to-do list is just huge, okay? So I run out the door and I'm already on my way to doing a million things. But the way that I give myself a space and some time is by meditating. So in between all of the chaos of what I have to do, I will sit in my car and I will just meditate, give myself 10 minutes I give myself 10 minutes to just go mindless, you know, to just be grateful. And I say, thank you, God, for everything I have for this moment, for my breath, for everything, just anything and everything that I have. Because what that does is it switches your mindset. You know, everything is about what you believe. It's about your perception. So when you sit there and you become grateful for what you have, you don't focus so much on what you don't have, you know, doing everything and having this mindset of like, I got to go do this. I got to go do that is, is more of what, you know, that puts you in a mindset where it's like, well, I haven't done it. So I don't have it. You know, you need to get in a mindset where I'm, I have this and I'm thankful for it. I'm grateful for this. And I promise that changes everything. I mean, it puts you in a place where you're grateful, you're full of love. It's just like, it's, it's, you're reprogramming yourself. You're, you're programming yourself 
to relax, to be grateful. And then you go and you tackle the world. You go tackle that to-do list in such a different way than if you hadn't actually given yourself those 10 minutes, you know, once or twice a day. Another thing I do to care for myself is I work out. I work out in the mornings. Look, I have talked about this before. I had stopped working out for almost two years. And I will tell you that I've never felt more crappy in my life. I mean, was it necessary? Sure, we were starting a business. And when we started our business, we decided both Adam and I, Mr. Meeball, decided that we were gonna not work out because we had to focus 100% on our business and building. I mean, we were building something from nothing. So I absolutely stopped working out. And I, and I can tell you, I felt awful. And today I've finally started working out. It's been about almost three months now. And I feel great. I feel amazing. And it was so easy to get back to it because I just made a decision. You know, I, I hear a lot of women, they're like, well, I don't have time for that. It's like, well, if you don't have time for yourself, you don't have time for anything. You know, it's, it's a decision. You have to make the decision. You have to make the time. If you don't have time in the morning, get up earlier. If you don't have time, you know, in the morning, well, then go after work. But you have to make a decision to care for yourself, to give your body, to nurture it, and to give it that self-love. Because if you're not healthy, if you don't feel good, you will not have the energy to give what you need to give to the world. Another thing is you got to eat healthy. You know, your diet is really everything. And along with working out, it is so important that you nurture your body with the perfect balanced diet because if you don't again you're not going to have that energy to give everything of yourself to those who matter to you most and the last thing i say is you have got to give yourself permission permission to take all expectations off yourself look the world's always going to be expecting more and more of us okay but if you keep doing the same old thing of expecting the same old stuff from yourself then you're just adding to everything that's already been placed on us. And that's not fair. Be fair to yourself and give yourself permission not to be expecting so much from yourself. You know, it's one thing to have goals, but to be hard on yourself when the whole world's already hard on us as women, I I just don't see the logic in that. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself permission to just be, to just be you, to be your most authentic self. And you might think, okay, Austria, you know, you've got one little guy and he's 10 years old. What do you know about having more kids and driving yourself crazy with these little guys? Look, I understand that. And I can't speak for myself because I do have one son and he is 10 years old. But I have also talked about having a space in your home. I've talked about this in another Good Vibe Sunday uh, where it's about making your home a sanctuary. And actually, we'll link that below. But, you know, it's about really creating a space in your home that is your own space where you can kind of get away from the little ones for a second. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to be overwhelmed. And it's okay to also give yourself permission just to separate yourself from the situation and just give yourself 10 minutes to meditate, to be with your thoughts, to regroup yourself. So that way you walk back out there and you're 100% right back at it, you know, but in a different, in a different perspective, you have different, uh, just a different mood about it all, you know, because you've given yourself that time to kind of calm down and, and just recenter yourself. Look, 
All of us have different experiences and I'm going to have an honest moment and talk about Adam, my husband. And, you know, this all goes, it traces all back to his upbringing, but Adam has a lot of expectations of me. And perhaps some of that is my fault because I've set kind of that bar high from the really, from the start um, for myself, I've I've always been pretty independent, and being in baseball, I had to be. I had to fend for myself. I was I've gone six months without him, so I had to really learn how to just be by myself and and handle a lot of a lot of things. But you know, I think that with Adam, he has put so much expectation on me since we are a business. You know, we're business partners, and a lot of times I have to remind myself. That I am that I am a woman, that I am a human, that I am still me, and I I, I do deserve you know a peace of mind sometimes, and then that that nothing should be expected of me so much, and so that's something that him and I work on to balance the expectations that I set on him and that he sets on me. You know, we put so much pressure on ourselves that our homes need to be perfect, our kids have to be perfect, our businesses have to be perfect, you know, we have to, our bodies, our, our eating, everything has to be perfect. And that should not be the case. Yes, give yourself the gift of a good diet. Yes, give yourself the gift of working out. But don't pressure yourself either. You know, don't be, if you miss a day or two, don't be so down on yourself. Let go of that little voice in your head telling you you're not a good mom if you don't do this. You're not a good woman if you don't do this. It's just like, get that expectation out of your mind and start doing it for you versus what you're expecting of yourself, if that makes any sense. Start doing it because you know that by doing that, it makes you, it'll, it'll fill you with more versus the expectation of society or because you saw a pretty house on Instagram and your house has to be such as like beautiful as that one. No, no, take those expectations away, okay? Those do not matter. The only thing that matters is that you're good and that you're in it with yourself. That's the only thing that matters. If you start to come from a place where everybody that you love depends on your self-love if you start to kind of look at it in that regard that if I care for me more and more that everybody around benefits from that then you'll change your perspective then maybe something in you will awaken where you're gonna say you know what Austria is right I have to start caring for myself so that I can give more to our kids, so I can give more to my husband, so I can give more to my job. And it starts by giving more to yourself. What is happiness? Um, You know, I, I, I always say I don't strive to be happy. Happiness to me seems very temporary. It's very situational. Um, I feel in this part of my life that I'm, I'm in a steady contentment. Um, I'm at peace with myself. I'm, I'm in it with me and that's how I can give more, um, to things and to people that I love. So speaking of expectations, I'm going to give an example of myself. So I am turning 29, as I mentioned, and I have a son. We have a son. He's 10 years old. So as you can do the math, I've had him very young 
And I made a vow to myself way back when that we would wait to have our kids, that I wanted to build myself up and I wanted to reach for the stars and just find my purpose because I floated around a a really long time and a lot of family and friends were just kind of pointing the finger always at me like what is she doing she's always bouncing around from job to job and you know I just didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur I didn't know I I knew that I didn't enjoy any of these jobs I knew that there was something always off about working for someone else and I knew that having a creative expression was just bursting out of me But I had no idea which path I would take, you know? So for a really long time, I floated around and I ended up finally in a place where I'm the most content I've ever been. I've worked more than I ever have. I'm more tired than I ever have. But I'm also the happiest I ever have been. And I guess I just talked about happiness where I don't strive for happy, but I am. I'm I'm happy. To me, happiness is contentment. I'm, I'm at peace. I'm, I'm right where I need to be, and I know that. So where I'm going with this is about having children. A lot of people are always asking, they're like, when are you guys going to have more kids? And we do. We want two more children. Um, and we were going to be planning on having them, I think it was like two months ago, and then it was like, you know, last month, and then now it's supposed to be in August. And then We keep pushing it and it just, for me, it doesn't feel right to have children because of expectations. You know, for some reason, society or just people put such an emphasis and a pressure on having kids at a certain time. Like you should be married by this age or you should be having kids by this age. It's like nothing in our life has ever been conventional. I can tell you that with Adam and myself, nothing's been conventional. So why start now? Why am I so worried about having kids when everybody else has this expectation? And why am I on their timeline? You know, so to answer that, it's like, if it happens within this year, I'm, I'm open to it. But if it doesn't, if, you know, our career is, is finally taken off and we're finally having or seeing and reaping the, the benefits of all of our hard work, perhaps I, I want to enjoy that a bit. You know, I, I kind of want to still dive in and we still have so much further to go that I don't want to deprive a baby of having my full attention. And I also don't want to deprive myself of really enjoying this passion that I've only been really savoring for about a year. So I just don't understand the expectations. I really don't. So something that I want to really talk about is women empowering other women. I have witnessed over the years so many women just tearing each other down. And that's another thing I don't understand. You know, I, I've, I've honestly, I've never been a jealous person. And you can ask anybody who truly knows me, not the ones that think they know me. No, no, no. I'm talking about anybody in my family or Adam or just anybody who really, really knows me knows that I, I don't have a jealous bone in my body. And, you know, and that doesn't come just from being me. No, it comes from a mindset. You know, it comes from a belief that I have in my mind. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit, but I want to talk about women empowering other women. I have been on social media for some time now, and I have felt like 
I have met so many women on there. And it's crazy because I would never have met these women had it not been for Instagram. But I'm, I've met women who are within my field and all of us just empower each other. We boost each other up. And it's just so fun to see that type of community, that, that strength between each other. And, and I wonder, I'm like, why doesn't this happen more? Why are women so harsh on each other? We're in this together as women. We feel the things that each other feel. How and why are we so just evil to each other? I just don't understand that. Why is it that if someone walks into the room who is beautiful or whatever it is, we shame on them or, or instantly we get fired up or instantly something bothers us? And you know, a lot of times we don't even know. We have no idea why or, you know, if we say something mean or something like, there's no idea of why we're saying it, but it just bugs us. Well, that's called jealousy. You know what I mean? So, so why is it that whether it's jealousy of, of other women and their looks, or if it's other women and their jobs or their husband, like whatever it is, why is it that we feel so uncomfortable with someone else being above us or, or what we think is above us because they're really not above us? That's our own perception. You know, and I say our, I'm really not, I, I actually don't feel that way. I, I, I will explain this a little later as to how I work around jealousy, how in my mind, um, I really, really have convinced myself that everybody is born for excellence. And all you have to do is figure out what you're excellent at. And once you do that, there's nothing that can break you. There's no one above no one in this whole entire planet. So everybody is born for excellence and whether it's to be beautiful and that's what you're excellent. I mean, there's models out there who are beautiful and they get shamed for being beautiful, you know, oh, either too skinny or they're too this and other, you know, women who are heavier should be on the, on the covers and stuff. And it's just like, but why, why if that, if they are born beautiful, why is it that we shame on them? I don't understand. Or, you know, there's other things that everybody is born for something, you know, it's like everyone is born for something. So why can't we figure out as humans, as women, what we're good at and then just focus our intentions more on that versus what we don't have and what others do have? So to sum this up, I wonder why is it that knowing that everybody is born for excellence, we're all here for a reason, but we give so much credit to only a, a handful of those things. So beauty, um, you know, being smart at something or being good. It's like, it's like everybody, why, why isn't it just enough to be a mother? Why, if your purpose on this earth is to be a mother and to be an excellent mother, why is it that that's not enough? Why do you have to be great at that? And you also have to be so beautiful and you have to be a model and a mom and a, and a, you know, housewife. And it's like, why is there so much expectation to be so many things when you were born to be excellent at something? And why is that something not enough? Coming from that mindset that that one thing that you're, that you are good at isn't enough is where jealousy comes from. That's why women look at other women 
and want what other women have and therefore they shame on them because they have to they don't even realize they're shaming on them all they know is that they're bothered by that person you know so they start to get kind of flustered or bothered like look at her you know it's just like it's like you're bothered because you're jealous and you don't even realize it and you're jealous because you're so unaware that you are born to do something great And once you realize that, once you focus all your attention on what you're great at, you will no longer have the energy to focus on anybody else and what they're great at, okay? You cannot have what you're not willing to become vibrationally. You have to become that thing that you're so good at. And once that happens, magic happens. You become confident You don't even care. It takes so much energy to be really, really good at something, okay? So once you're good at something, it takes all of your energy and you no longer have extra energy to give to somebody else that you're jealous of. So understand that. Figure out what you're good at. And once you have conquered that, everything else just goes away and you live a peaceful life fulfilling, self-gratifying, strong life as a woman. This doesn't mean you're full of yourself. No, this is honorable. This is honoring you and what your purpose is on this earth. You know, many of you, as am I, are where you are in your life based on what you believe. I mean, that's a fact. It's not what you believe on the surface. Like, I'm not talking about the surface things, but I'm talking about the stuff that's inside. Your, I call it your shadow beliefs. It's the shadow beliefs that are holding you back from moving forward with life, the life that you believe you deserve. So it's your shadow beliefs that are holding you back from moving forward with a life you believe you deserve. If you are not aware of the shadow thoughts, And these are the thoughts that are like a tape in your head that keep running and saying you're not enough, you're not good enough. If you aren't conscious of those thoughts, of that, then you end up acting out of that belief system. Then you're in that space. Then you can't become what's the truest and most greatest expression of yourself. You can't reach excellence when you're in that space. But you don't become what you want because so much of what you want is living in the space of what you don't have. That's where depression comes from. That's where jealousy comes from. Like Jim Carrey, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jim Carrey, there's an example of him where um, he acts though he's already got everything he's ever wanted. So so back when, before he even started acting and everything, he he acted as though he had everything he already wanted. He wrote himself a check for like $10 million. And this is when he was dead broke before he got any acting gigs. And he wrote himself a check for $10 million and made himself believe that he already had it. You know, that he was already going to cash that check. So this is what I'm talking about. Act as though you already have it. Think, I already have those things. I have everything I've ever wanted. I just haven't acquired them yet. Tell yourself, I believe those things will come and I'm going to act as though they are because I know this for sure. 
then something all of a sudden happens, you guys. When you tell yourself this, I know I'm having these things coming to me, then something happens. Your actions begin to align with these beliefs. And when your actions line up with your beliefs, then you begin to actually pay more attention to the things that you want. Like all the answers of how to get them are everywhere because you begin to focus on them. Then you act on it. So think about that. Think about where you are in your life. The choices that you have made have been because of what you believe to be true. So going back to this whole jealousy thing, that is to say, if you're envious of someone else, it's because you believe you yourself isn't enough. So stop. If you focus on those things, if you believe that someone else is less or whatever it is, that's just a reflection of what you feel for yourself. So don't focus on that. Focus on you believing that you are more, that you're more of what you should be, not of what everybody else is, no, of what you should be, of what you're excellent at. You know, once you switch your focus, once you switch that whole perception you have, then everything changes. Then all of that energy you could have been spending or you have been spending on focusing on other people, you could be focusing on yourself and bettering yourself and focusing and accepting what you're good at. And then that brings more confidence to you. And that's what I do. You know, I know what I'm not good at and I know what I'm good at. And I know that everybody around me, everybody that I've ever met is good at something. They're excellent at something. They were placed on this planet for a reason. And all they have to do is figure out what that reason is. And whether they figure that out or not, is none of my business. And who am I to criticize them if they don't? All I need to focus on is what I'm excellent at and what my purpose is on this planet. And once I do that, I always say energy goes where attention flows, okay? So... Focus on what matters most to you and that will grow. And once you're in it with yourself, once you're good with you, and once you're laser focused on what your purpose is on this planet, and once you've figured out that no one else around matters, they matter, but not in the way that you have given them the attention. Don't focus on people on social media. Don't focus on other mothers being better mothers. No, no, don't focus on anything being better than you. You be better at what you can control, which is yourself. And once you've got a grasp on that, then at that point, you'll learn to empower other women. You'll start noticing when other women aren't really doing what you're doing and you'll want them to do that. You'll want them to be better. You'll want them to strive. And guess what happens then? Something really magical. Then you start to become a powerhouse. Then other women come together and and we become stronger and better for it. And then we represent such a beautiful thing. But it has to start with you. It has to start with you. You've got to love yourself. You've got to accept you as you are is enough. So as you are, as you were born, as you stand there, you are enough. You are that mother that you've always wanted to be. You are that wife that your husband loves so much and appreciates for everything that you do. You are that hard worker who puts in the time, who's just as strong as any man out there to be a businesswoman, to be an athlete, to be anything you want to be. You are that. 
Tell yourself that every single day and start to acknowledge the fact that you are placed on this planet for a reason. You are here for a reason. Figure what that reason is. Immediately figure out what that reason is. And once you start to focus your attention on that, you will stop focusing on everybody else. And once that happens, then you will become stronger together. As women, as mothers, as wives, you will be strong together. All right, everyone. So happy Sunday, and I will catch you all next week. Bye-bye.